When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. New Extra Charge Hot and Iced Coffee from Dunkin' is made with 20% extra caffeine from green coffee extract because we could all use a little extra this year. Whether that's an extra boost, some extra boldness, or the drive to go the extra mile, we're extra ready for whatever comes our way and extra excited to take it on. Let's get it done with a medium extra charged coffee from Dunkin' for $2 with 20% more caffeine. And pair it with Snackable Stuffed Bagel Minis for an added all-day boost. Order ahead on the Dunkin' app. America runs on Dunkin'. Participation may vary. Limited time offer. What is going on, everybody? Welcome to episode number 59 of Ghost of the Night, a Haunting Sam Paranormal Podcast. I'm Phil Sams. Thank you so much for taking the time to check out this podcast. We are back from our little month-long hiatus, and I wanted to do this episode about something that happened while I was on that break. And it was interesting because this is something that's happened in the past to me. I did an episode not too long ago about demonic scratches, and what do you know? happened again so that's what this episode is going to be about all about the uh, second time this happened and this was a lot more fascinating a lot more interesting than the last episode that i did or the first time that it happened to me you're definitely going to want to check this out so let's go ahead and get it started ghost in the night with phil sams Not too long ago, I did an episode called Demonic Scratches, where um, I'll just kind of rehash it. I came home from work all alone, talking to my dog, sitting relaxing, and I felt um, a burning sensation on my leg underneath my jeans. And it turns out I had three scratches on my leg. Now, where did that come from? I kind of talked about that. Was it some kind of entity scratching me or whatever? I also proposed that, you know, I don't know what happened that day. I don't remember being scratched, but somehow three scratches came up. Now, could that have been detergent from the laundry, irritation? It was very coincidental. Now, we all know that people associate the scratches with the, I'm going to use air quotes, demons, which you know my philosophy on that. If you've listened to me at any point of this podcast, you know that I think demon is overused in today's society thanks to a lot of these paranormal reality shows. We put too much emphasis on the word demon and things get claimed or people claim thing, evil things are in their home when it's really just misunderstood. I don't honestly believe that demons are as prevalent as what they're made out to be. I'm not saying there's no such thing as demons. I just think it's the exception, not the rule to where everything's a demon now. Anytime anything happens, it's a demon. Because I've said this before, but demons do not care where your car keys are. So if you think something, a spirit or an entity has moved your car keys, it's not a demon because a demon could care less about your car keys. So the demonic scratches, and they also say that with the three is the mocking of the Trinity and all that stuff. And I covered all that in this, epi- this 
previous episode a few months back. So, and I don't put a lot of stock in to scratches per se, just for the mere fact, like I said during that one, I don't know what happened during the day. I didn't notice it. I just, after I sat down, relaxed, and was unwinding from my work day, I felt some burning, and boom, there's three scratches. Now, there were pictures on at the website at ghostinthenightpodcast.com for the show notes of that particular episode. If you find the demonic episode, it's down there a little bit, but it is, there are pictures there. There might even be some pictures on, I'm pretty sure there's some pictures I posted, did a post on Twitter about it, but you can find them if you're interested. So, are they demonic scratches? No. Are just scratches somehow a spirit or ghost interact trying to gain our attention? I don't know. I have had, I definitely have a skeptical mindset when it comes to that from that previous experience and from how the scratch phenomenon has been portrayed thus far. I wanted to rehash this issue because something occurred a few weeks, a week or so back, and I thought, okay, I need to rethink this situation. I need to really look into it a little bit more and really talk about it more. So I wanted to devote another episode to it, and that's what this episode is all about. Um, let me set some a backstop. I was heading out of town a couple of weeks ago um, to on a family, not vacation, but a family event. I stopped off to see some people. I'm not going to say the names of these people because they want to keep their, uh, you know, they don't, they're not big into the, they don't want the claim or they don't want it out that they have some activity in their home. Now, this is a home that has had activity. I have actually investigated there and in full disclosure, the night, I spent the night there two nights. One night was actually doing an actual investigation, just me. Um, by myself, no team or anything. I just wanted to experience it and see what I could come up with on my own. And man, because they don't want a team in there. I know these people, so they trust me. And so I did the, that investigation. I spent the night there. Nothing major that I can think of. Random knock here, but it's an old house. So I'm not going to jump on the paranormal bandwagon on at this location to this point. From my personal experiences now, Prior to my spending any time there, I have had discussions with these people. They have told me their experiences. They have told me what activity has happened there. And that activity has been very, I mean, this is a very active location by all stretches of all imaginations from what they've told me. Now, I don't, I trust these people. Just take it at that. I trust these people. They would not lie to me. They not would not overblow their experiences now and they've also had some visual proof and they have called me for advice they've had some things happen and they've called me and i've given them advice of what to do and uh, for instance just as an example um something turned up missing and it wasn't where it was supposed to be and my advice was hey okay give it a few days odds are it's going to turn back up somewhere where you least expect it and boom it did They've had doors open and close. They have a home security system inside, so that has been caught on tape. So there is activity there. Now, I personally, like I said, have not experienced it myself, but I know there's activity there. Things have been missing. Things have shown up out of the blue, or things have been gone for months, and then all of a sudden, 
It's there right where maybe laying on the bed, for instance. You know, you just didn't overlook something for a few months laying on the bed. Something put it there. That is kind of the activity that happens at this location. Now, just understand that there was a death there. Somebody was sick and passed away in the home. So naturally, there is some energy there from that happening, that experience. There has to be some at least residual energy in this home from that situation that arose there. Now, this was a long, drawn-out process. The person that passed away in this home was sick. It was inevitable. It was going to happen. You know, let me retract. I'm not sure if I have to ask, but they either passed away in that house. I know from what I've learned, um, I believe Amos is called. Now, whether she passed away in the home or passed away on the ride, and the ambulance ride to the hospital or to the care facility, I'm not I'm 100% clear, but it doesn't really matter. There was a lot of energy at this house. So naturally, the people who live at this location believe this person is still there. They are, you know, not haunting, but some aspects of, of that person's spirit probably might still be there interacting with this couple. So I know this going up. So now let's fast forward a little bit. Just to recap, I've been there twice, spent the night in that home twice, one time actually doing an investigation, another time just visiting. Anyway, on the way to this trip, I decided to stop there and spend some time. And then people, the rest of my family was going to meet me there and pick me up. And we were going to continue up north to the Michigan area. I got there to spend a few hours just catching up, you know, saying hi and shooting the breeze and everything while I was waiting for the rest of my group to come get me, essentially. You know, we're having a good time. We ate a little, but I was sitting in the living room. We were talking, catching up, and, you know, naturally they it talked to paranormal, you know, how's things going? You still have an activity? Yeah, it's, it's little things are going on here and there. Now, they do have two dogs. This is going to play on, play out a little bit or be relevant here in a minute or two, but they do have dogs. So we're sitting there talking, and I'm sitting there having a conversation. I just had you know a bite to eat with them and i'm sitting there i'm like wow and i'm wearing shorts and there will be pictures of this on the website and on twitter so be sure to check that out in the show note version on the website for this episode or like i said on twitter i was sitting there talking and i'm like thinking i'm like wow my leg is on fire what the hell so i looked and there was three more scratches let me recap what happened since i've been there I'm like, okay, I know the dogs did not scratch me. No, they were kind of hyper, but they never scratched my leg. And I was, like I said, I was wearing shorts. Um, I would have felt it and I would have remembered it because I hadn't moved from that since I ate the food. I was sitting there and hadn't moved. My leg was, you know, I my legs were crossed, you know, to where I could actually visually see the scratches. They were, you know, facing me. But I was talking, not really looking at my leg, and I felt something burn. I looked down, and boom, there was three scratches there. I'm like, okay. So, like I said, I just re- was rehashing my time there, trying to figure it out. 
And we were talking about the paranormal and the activity there when this happened. So I look at it, there's scratches, I'm like, okay. Now, my first scratch experience that I documented on the episode Demonic Scratches, yes, that home that I lived in at that time, I no longer live there, had activity, but I, like I said in that episode, activity had really started to die down. I really wasn't experiencing that much in that location, in that home that much anymore. So this was really kind of weird that, or that was that experience or those scratches was really kind of weird. I couldn't 100% say, Hey, this was a spirit interacting with me, or this was a spirit trying to get my attention. Now this one, on the other hand, with the activity that I know that has been reported there that I haven't experienced the topic of conversation at the time when I felt the burn and these were deep scratch. These were legitimate scratches, but we were talking about, this activity and all of a sudden they appeared i got scratched i felt the burn and anybody has had this you know you feel a burn first you don't feel you know like being cut with a razor blade or a knife or anything you feel a burn first and then the scratches appear or what have you this is only the second time i've ever had scratches in my entire life that i know of from you know this type of scratch all the investigation I've done, all the interactions and all the experiences I've had with what might be spirits, what might be ghosts, or whatever the paranormal is, the experiences I've had, this is the first time that I can honestly say we, I wasn't investigating, but we were talking about this situation. There's documented paranormal or ghostly activity at this home, and it happened. So this makes it very hard for me to discount as not paranormal or not the act of a spirit trying to reach out or trying to get my attention. Now, it very well could be the spirit, if it is a spirit, does not like me being there because they know what I do. They probably are aware of the situation. There might be some other factors that might be a reason they would want to scratch me from my association with the people there. But I can't discount this. I I know it wasn't there when I left. I You know, this was an hour drive. I was in shorts. It wasn't hot. So, you know, it was a little chilly, probably for wearing shorts. But I know I didn't get scratched because I set an hour and a half or an hour and 15 minute drive. It took me two and a half hours because of a wreck. So I spent all my time that day in a car to, and sitting with those people. I know for a fact the dogs didn't scratch me. And these were deep. These were legitimate scratches. I mean, they did look like what you see on the uh, paranormal shows, those type of scratches. But they were deeper. You know, they, they were harder scratches is the best way I can describe it. I have to say, I don't know. I If I had to say, yes, this was something trying to get my attention. This is whatever spirit that might be there is tried to leave its mark or actually tried to, maybe it did try to hurt me. I don't know. It's definitely calls me to, I'm going to have to go back and actually do another investigation there and kind of come to some answers and maybe find out what's going on. Hopefully try to interact with this spirit or ghost and find out what it wants and why it's doing what it's doing there you know moving objects 
opening doors. You know, it's it's very from what I've been told and what I've you know the documentation there. It's a super active location, so there has to be some investigation done there. And I, I you know I'm definitely going to have to. Uh, I'll be heading up there sometime this month. Maybe take some equipment and see what we find. But I just wanted to let you guys know there are definitely cases of these scratches that appear that cannot be explained. It's not all woo-woo stuff, and there's not always an explanation for it. Yes, some of it can be explained. Like my first encounter, I don't know. I'm pretty sure it wasn't my dog. And what, But what really, actually, now that I'm saying out here, it was the same leg, the only from my first experience, same leg, same portion of the leg, except for the first time it was on the outside of my leg. This time, it was pretty much the same spot, just on the inside of my leg, if that makes sense, you know, trying to paint you a little bit of a picture here. So I don't know. I mean, that was what was exposed at that time. So, but this poses the question, how do they do this? What causes these scratches and how, how are they actually physically doing this? You know, you think of a person who scratches you with their fingers. Is this their ghostly or entity type fingers actually coming across you? Or is this, this they touch you and this is kind of what a repercussion of that is and how your body reacts to being physically touched by it? You know, those, these are questions that I'm hopefully going to try to look at, try to figure out, you know, and try to answer some of these questions. If any of you have an opinion, be sure to reach out on Twitter. Send me a direct message or send me an email. You can find me on Twitter at night underscore ghost. Um, send me an email at GITN podcast at gmail.com. Also, if you have had, you know, a scratch experience, let me know that and maybe we can talk about it or I can at least share somebody else's opinion or somebody else's experience with it in an episode. You don't necessarily have to come on, but let me know if you've had this experience or just let me know what you think it might be. There are definitely, there's definitely something to it. I was not scratched by any person or animal in that home this time. I'm 100% guarantee confident of that, but something calls those scratches. And how do you think they do it? How do, are they physically able to scratch? Like I said, did, is this just the way our skin reacts to their reaching out or their touching or their interaction with us? And it's just kind of a byproduct of it, the burn and then the scratches appear? Or is this them actually physically trying to attack us, physically trying to hurt us? Which I'm not a believer that, I never was a big believer that spirits or ghosts, if it is 100% the spirit of the dead or even a demon, they have physical, the physical power to actually hurt us, hurt us physically. I never really believed that that much. And now, mentally, that's a, emotionally, that's a different story. You know, I think this energy or this, these spirits can affect you mentally, and that is how they have to. If they're trying to hurt you in some way, is it's more mentally, not physical. But I've had other situations where, you know, I've been pulled or whatever. So, you know, I don't know. This is the beautiful thing of the paranormal. And this is why I'm so fascinated by it because there's so many questions. 
And there's so many conflicting ideas. And just in my own mind, there's so many conflicting ideas. I think I think one thing and then something happens that completely contrary to what I think has happened. So I have to rethink everything. I don't have all the answers. I'm not an expert by any stretch of the imagination. I am just somebody who is interested in it, who I, somebody who talks about it, and somebody who goes out and actually investigates. All righty, that is going to wrap up this episode of Ghost of the Night. Thank you so much for taking the time to check this out. Um, I hope you enjoyed it. Like I said in the podcast, I'm not 100% sold on these scratches being demonic or even spirit or entity related, but this past encounter, for lack of a better term, will definitely, or definitely pushes me in that direction because it's kind of random, but not random, if that makes sense. This place has a, has had a lot of reported activity, even though I have not experienced it there as of yet. I've heard the stories. I've talked with the people that have experienced such things. And, you know, I don't know. But it's definitely, I feel more charged, more active than my home where I had the first encounter. So I'm going to leave this one alone for right now. I, you know, I'm not 100% sold that the scratch phenomenon is actually demonic or for lack of a better term, demonic or evil entity or dark or whatever. But there's something definitely to it. I don't think this particular case was of natural causes. So I don't know. We're going to leave it at that. My next episode coming out next Friday will be more of paranormal protection what to do when you do experience this kind of stuff, whether it be in your own home or out on a investigation and you want to protect yourself. Cause I know that was one of the main things with me when I started doing actual investigations was not to bring anything home, not really for protecting myself, but protect my loved ones. So that is what next week's episode is going to be about. Um, we have some other things Coming up, um, Hellier just came out, and I just finished it. I want to do an episode um, about that just for the mere fact that it really kind of, this season kind of touched on some things I, I didn't, it connected some dots in the paranormal that I've kind of been going around about without actually coming to it. So I, there's some topics in there I want to discuss. So I'm going to give a little review in an upcoming weeks, in upcoming in an upcoming episode. I don't know if it'll be a bonus episode or maybe I'll just do it in two weeks. And we'll play that one by ear. You can always follow us on Twitter at night underscore ghost. I would recommend that and be very thankful if you did. Subscribe to the YouTube channel. Just search Ghost in the Night, and you should be able to find it. Or go to ghostinthenightpodcast.com. You can find links to uh, we have the videos on there and naturally you can subscribe when you click on those videos be sure to subscribe to this podcast however you listen to the podcast whether it be apple tune in spotify stitcher however you take it in google play or google podcast now whatever it is um be sure to subscribe um leave me a comment either at the website or on youtube or however you want to do that or just uh dm me on twitter and we are on facebook and instagram as well so, until next week, take care, everybody. 
Progressive presents an interview with your upstairs neighbor. Hi, I'm Tia. The upstairs downstairs neighbor dynamic is so special. We have our own language. Like when I scream at my mom on the phone, the people downstairs bang on the ceiling to show their support. The nighttime's the best time to rearrange furniture. I call it midnight feng shui. And if I sleep through my alarm in the morning, they bang on my door to wake me. So thoughtful. Progressive can't save you from your upstairs neighbor, but we can save you money when you bundle renters and auto insurance with us. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company affiliates and other insurers. Bundle discount not available in all states or situations. Enjoy. Thanks. The order breakfast at the McDonald's drive-thru. Tell yourself you'll wait to eat it at work, but it smells way too good. So you eat it right there in the McDonald's parking lot meal. There's a meal for every morning at McDonald's. Right now, get any size iced coffee for 99 cents until 11 a.m. And pair it with your favorite breakfast sandwich or one of our tasty bakery treats. Price and participation may vary. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba. McDonald's. I'm loving it.